he has good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Dry face, full cell vertical, get into the blind spot, and he absolutely burns it. Corner is lost. He literally has no idea where Wilson is. Long, fast, how he approaches the game, how dedicated he is to football. He's ridiculously good, man. You have to be a stag. This is actual film. This is actual football talk. It's a football show. We're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are watching another edition of Blue It Splits, a film review of Jordan White, as you could see when you clicked on this damn show. Uh, 59 plays of Jordan White. Um, unfortunately for me, as actually, actually, you guys won't hear this until later on. Um, I already recorded Jordan White, the entire review, which took me about a little bit over two hours. And uh, the audio didn't pick up. So I was basically, you would have seen a video of me just talking without any um, sound coming out, which is great. So... I have to re-record uh, Jordan right, right right now. So, or, or Jordan Whitehead, sorry. Um, with that all being said, I'm going to try to put just as much enthusiasm to the plays as I did prior. Um, and I'm not going to try to short any plays because once you watch it, you explain it already, kind of get a little bit um, tired of talking about the same play again, but we'll do our best. Uh, or I'll do my best because... Uh, like I said, I, I uploaded this one, uh, Jordan, or not, uh, sorry, uploaded Jordan Whitehead, Jacob Martin, Nate Herbig. None of the three had audio. So uh, already recorded um, Herbig again. I just got to do Whitehead today, uh, Saturday, August 6th, and tomorrow, Sunday, I'll be doing uh, Martin. Um, just woke up two and a half hours, three hours of sleep if I'm lucky. Um, so we'll see how this goes, but it's got to get done. So let's share the screen. Let's hope this is recording. Let's watch some Jordan Whitehead. Um, and see where it goes from there. So he is uh, right here, bottom of your screen. He's in the curl to flat, um, or he's going to go in the curl to flat and the cover three. Uh, let's watch. This is a simple play, um, but a very good play to, to start off the review. It's, again, um, it's not going to be a sexy play that's on ESPN, and they're not going to put that on there anyway because, again, they're all about the big hits and highlights and stuff. Um, this one, getting into his exit angle, he wants to get to the to the curl to flat, um, which is obviously going to be over top of, of the number one right here. Um, once he gets into his, in, into his exit angle, um, the number two is pushing vertical. Does a good job just rerouting, but you can see his eyes are on the number one just in case you know the ball is thrown. He's going to be able to cut it off quickly. Um, but I like the reroute, which is just assisting his his outside third um, or even his middle third, just bowing him out a little bit, disrupting the route timing, um, and allowing themselves to be able to read the play a little bit. So I like the fact that he gets his hands on a lot of. There's a lot of guys who are lazy with this stuff. It won't. Um, fight for that reroute. So I like the fight that he, uh, I like the fact that he fights for that reroute. Eyes onto number one, um, who, who is now you know, threatening his scroll to flat. As soon as this goes vertical, which it is, uh, he's going to pass it off again to the to the deeper responsibilities. Um, again, jump the curl to flat from the short in, jumps it, sees Patterson looking for the ball. He uh, then, you, then you have Jordan Whitehead who also confirms, okay, the ball is coming. Good job to cut off the route, stay over top of it. Eyes into the ball. Obviously, the ball is overthrown, but watch it again quickly. Again, it's it's really simple, but it's good. 
Um, and it's something that I, that I find important that is, that is worth highlighting now. Would you expect that play to be the first play on a, on a review? No, but again, I record that there's, there's no bias. There's no, I don't fluff up the, the 15 minutes for the YouTube people. Um, it's just, this is, it is what it is. It's a good play. So we're going to put it up and this is the first game I watched. I watched this entire 2021, uh, 2021 season, by the way. So, um, you'll get a lot of that in here. Uh, and today, August 6th, I've been, I've been clamoring for a backup, a backup offensive tackle all the off season. Um, and it looks like Dwayne Brown is coming to visit, uh, and he's going to the green and white scrimmage, which is kind of interesting, but we'll see if he signs. I really, really hope he does. So I, I anticipate doing another film review on my days off. So we'll see how, how that goes. Uh, white near big play given. Okay. He's a, he's a safety right here. <clears throat> and on this play, we really don't have to talk about anything in coverage, uh, at the, at the end of the day, because that's not, that's not really what this play is about. Um, now what ends up happening, obviously Cordell Patterson gets hit in the flat. He breaks his first, he, he break up, uh, sorry. He breaks his first tackle, um, from whoever the hell that is. And Jordan Whitehead is, in a good spot to make this tackle. Um, obviously, if anything, you want to play a little bit over the top. And if he's going to have to break down and cut back inside, okay, well, you have, you have some pursuit. Um, now, with that, with that being said, Jordan Whitehead, we're going to see him gear down a little bit. He gears down, takes a it's it's not necessarily a bad angle. It's the fact it's the fact that he that he gears down and he trusts himself a little bit too much towards the sideline. Cordell Patterson uh, turns on the afterburners here and beats him for what should be a touchdown, or not what should be a touchdown, but what, what could have easily been a touchdown. He does step out of bounds. I believe it's right there. His foot hit out of bounds, or at some point when he was tight roping right here. Yeah, I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's that foot right there. Um, but as the last line of defense, let's, and, and again, we have a lot of review to go through. Overall, he's, he, you know, his tackling, we'll, we'll talk about it, actually. We'll talk about it. I don't, I don't need to give it away. Um, this is obviously not good. If, if we're watching this as Jets fans and this is a Jets game, we're going to be pretty pissed at this guy, right? So we have, to, we, have to, we have to judge his film fairly. We can't just hype everything up, you know? So the tackling is a little bit hit or miss. Um, he's a boomer bust tackler at times. And in this instance, he, he, he needs to get over top of this. He cannot get outraced to the sideline. If anything, again, get beat inside, you have that pursuit, but you cannot in any circumstance get outraced, uh, allowing him to tighten up the sideline like that. Now, again, obviously he steps out of bounds, so it doesn't, um, it doesn't matter, but the process is not good. So white near beat, okay, he is right here, I believe. Yeah, he's right here. Let's see what happens. So, looks like so it looks like they're 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 in a um, like a cover four right here, and he's just gonna match anything vertical. Um, and 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 typically, like you know, you have your vertical routes, and we're gonna consider them like any routes, like ten to fifteen yards. And in, in the red zone, it's gonna be you know, obviously condensed a little bit instead of that 10 to 12, you're probably going to see like a seven to nine. Um, and with these guys, with, with him and the other deep, uh, other, the other deep, um, assuming it's a corner are going to, again, play both outside fourths or, uh, or their, their fourths on their side of the field. Again, anything that's pushing vertical to the inside, that's going to be whitehead. Anything pushing vertical to the outside. Um, if that is, if, if that were to be the case would be the outside corner. So with, Whitehead on this on this on this route from Pitts, he at first expands, which I'm okay with. Um, but at a certain point, he needs to get over top of this route. 
because there's a lot of horizontal distance right here. Again, it's, it's kind of hard to see it exactly uh, because we don't have the, the view from the back, but there's quite a bit of, of, of horizontal distance. So if Pitts just continues to the inside or breaks inside, it's going to be really, really hard for him to just make up that vertical or, or that horizontal ground because obviously Pitts is a hell of an athlete. So it's not like a tight end who is just a plotter, you know, who, who you can make up that ground to. You have to know who you're playing. Um, and obviously, again, the ball is not there. Matt Ryan doesn't throw that ball. But if we're looking at just the matchup right here, if you want to throw that, it's open. Why is it open? It's, it's a simple fix. Just stay more over top of it. We, we want to see him, you know, I always talk about weave. We want to see him weave over the top of it, which is basically just a backpedal and moving moving laterally while you're also backpedaling. We want to see him weave, stay over top of the route. There's no reason to play it so outside heavy um, like he is. Plays outside heavy, nearly gets beat inside. Again, it, it, he was not targeted, but it's a play that he could have been beat by or beat on. Um, I remember this now. We're starting off the review relatively negative. It does get positive, more positive from here on out. So the, for the subs, uh, make sure, uh, you know, it gets better. You two people, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. So he is right here. Um, far hash. Over aggressive. Yeah, these are so these are back to back plays of of again some some tackling angles um, and some ta like little tackling flaws that that I have um, with Whitehead and it's typically more in the open field than it is in the box. I'm much more comfortable with him, you know, playing basically linebacker and tackling in a phone booth than I am with him in the open field. And it's two just these are quick plays. But it's not we don't have to get really technical with any, with any of this stuff. Um, they 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 pitch it to the running back. He closes ground to the running back. Obviously, he, he keys on and he sees the ball. He sees the ball is being handed off. And again, just in terms of his angle, he comes at a very, very vertical angle right here. And are there circumstances where you could be a little bit over aggressive because there's pursuit, or if you are not to make the tackle, you're you're going to expect or almost guarantee they're going to run out of bounds or get tackled. Okay, you could be a little more aggressive there. So I'm not going to kill him on this one because. If he were to, if he, if he's going to beat him, you know, he's probably going to, he's probably going to run out of bounds here, but still there's a possibility that I believe this is Mike Davis, uh, could defeat this tackle and run for more yardage. And he, and he picks up an extra two or three yards. But the thing is, it's just, it's the angle again, way too vertically. You have to, again, if anything, play outside in, let your pursuit come rally, make a tackle. So too, too aggressive of an angle here gets beat to the outside by Mike Davis. Again, Mike Davis does run out of bounds, but at the end of the day, he picks, he lets him pick up an extra two, three yards. And if Mike, you cannot tell me that some running backs in the NFL wouldn't stiff arm him with better, you know, just, just better technique timing, whatever it may be, and be able to continue up the sideline more than Mike Davis did. So first play, not good here. And then the second play, uh, just in terms of being over aggressive, again, we don't really have to look at um, the, 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 entirety of the play just it's just the tackling he is right here ball gets completed he closes ground on the on the runner and again another situation where he can't really be sure what's happening behind him and if anything play it outside in he takes an angle that's too vertical and gets beat up the sideline now the only thing i will give him the benefit of the doubt of is okay you know if we are trying to give him a mulligan which let's give him a mulligan because you know he's he's on the jets now he does have to come more aggressively, especially because of the down distance. It's third and seven, so he has to come more vertical to try to make a tackle before the line of scrimmage, or before before the first before the, the running back picks up or the uh, the runner picks up the first down. Now that's giving him the benefit of the doubt. That's assuming that he thought of that 
during the play. If not, which again, we, we, I try to err on, I, I try to give you multiple scenarios because we don't really know what his mindset is. We don't, sometimes, sometimes we don't know plays, we don't know exactly what assignments are, but typically I give you both sides and it's going to be one of those things. So either one, he knew it was first down, uh, or it was going to be first down if he didn't take a really, a really vertical angle, or he didn't know that and just a bad angle nonetheless. So regardless, you still want to make him, see him make the tackle, right? So um, over-aggressiveness over there in terms of the, the, the angles um, and both plays, he gets, he gets beat for a couple of extra yards there. So uh, Whitehead man versus Pitts. He's at the top of the screen right here. Pitts is on the outside. Um, relatively simple here. So the thing, the thing we, we can, the thing we do like about his backpedal is, okay, we, we have, we have the shoulder, you know, the shoulders over the knees, the knees over the toes ish. Um, so it's a relatively good forward lean that we, that we want in, in a backpedal. The thing I, you will see in the strengths and weaknesses, or you'll notice in the strengths and weaknesses is his feet. You can tell they're a little bit clunky. It's not the smoothest footwork right there. Um, but nonetheless, the thing I do like about this, this, this rep is, okay, you know, he's starting from a decent amount uh, um, to the sideline, like below the numbers. Uh, and he is hedging his bets to the inside. And okay, if you're going to beat me, it's going to be vertical or, or on a fade. But with that being said, okay, he, he you know, gets into his backpedal, stays over the top, pit stems him a little bit inside breaks to the outside again. It's just a very slight stem inside. Whitehead does a good job not overreacting to it. Again, staying balanced for the most part in his backpedal. Uh, Pitts commits to the outside. He does a good angle to not cut it off exactly where it is, but cut it off where it's going. Takes a higher angle. Again, you don't want to take too high of an angle because you want him to undercut you, but good angle, hand on, look back for the ball. It's not there. Simple play, um, but good. Whitehead stuff. Okay, 33. Um, so they're, they're running duo and Whitehead, I'm sure in some situations with the Jets, I'm sure in this situation with the Bucks, they gave, they actually gave him linebacker responsibilities. Like, Hey, you know, this is, this is your gap. Um, and on this play, he's in the box as a linebacker. Uh, and whatever he's keen on, whether it be the offensive line, whether it be the offensive line and the running back, again, there are, there are th different coaches teach different things. Typically in NFL, you're going to key on all, all of the above. Um, where like high school and college, you might just key on the backfield, but the offensive line is going to give a lot. If I only had a key on one thing, it would be, it would be the lineman. They could, they do give away a lot. Um, but now Whitehead play develops massive gap through the, through the B gap. Uh, can't guarantee that he confirms, confirms. Okay. Big gap running back, taking a track to, to, to that side. I'm going to shoot that gap again. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt and say that is exactly what he saw. If not, okay. He could have just as easily seen that gap, shot that gap as he's shooting that gap, confirming the backfield, you know, and then, and then readjust your angle if it's away from you. So nonetheless, he shoots that. Uh, I think it's actually the C gap. I don't said B gap, but he shoots the C gap. Takes him right to the running back. Uh, Cup is trying to uh, get the crack right here. You, you see like a lot of these like inserts from the, the Rams. It's not necessarily like a true insert, but it kind of is like that crack block. Um, again, Whitehead feels that block coming, lowers his shoulder, pops up the inside shoulder, continues to drive his feet, works directly towards the running back, 
boom tackle for tackle for loss or stuff for um, Jordan Whitehead. So Whitehead forced fumble. Okay, he is um, right here, I believe. Some he changes his gear quite often, which is very annoying for people who watch film. Um, so he gets a negative on that. I'll put that in his negatives. But uh, being serious, it is sometimes hard to see uh, him because he doesn't necessarily stand out physically. Um, and he changes up what he wears a lot. So I think he's right here. Let's, let's watch and see. No, it's not him. Yeah, see? That's him. Okay, so he comes from high right here. I apologize. And this is just, and this is, okay, this is like some of the boomer bust you see. And this is a little bit more um, in a phone booth than like true open field. But obviously the Jets struggled with screens last year. Whitehead, uh, Quan, those guys are going to help solve that problem. But sees the tight end screen, takes a good angle. You know, again, now, now in this situation, he could be a little bit more vertical here because guess what? He's not the outside force guy. He doesn't have to force it back inside. So he takes a little bit more aggressive of an angle. But again, in this situation, it is much more um accepted so takes a, an aggressive angle again barely breaks down but this is what you get you're gonna get some boom or bust sometimes he doesn't break down it'll be a guy to undercut him juke him whatever it may be then there are also times where okay he's gonna carry that momentum into the tackle breaks down a little bit before before he gets there <clears throat> lowers his shoulder shoulder pops the ball out because of the because of the velocity he had um, coming into the, into the tackle. So good job making the tackle. Good job, obviously forcing the ball out, um, for the force fumble right there. Whitehead man top. Actually, give me a second here. All right. Behind the scenes, as you can see, the fan turned on. That's, that's about it. That's all I did. Turn on fan. Cause, uh, it's August and it's fucking hot. Gotta get rid of summer. We gotta, we gotta do away with the summer. Just, just have fall. Fall, winter, spring, fall, winter, spring, summer can be completely cut out of my life. I'm cool with it. Um, he's right here on the, uh, on the uh, far hash. Man. Yes. Yeah, so, so, you know, in, in Jets offense, they're going to call that like the scroll route um, right there. Now, again, you can see his, his feet get a little clunky. Um, right here, and he and he tends to shuffle instead of weave. So we really do want to see him him, him sh uh, weave to get over the top of stuff because you're, just, you're you're in a more balanced position when you're, when you're shuffling. Um, your feet tend to click. Your heels yeah, your heels get clicky. Uh, your feet your your steps are bigger, so it's just not as conducive to to a quick break. So we're going to see him again shuffle, which in this situation, if it is an outbreak, you're in a good spot, um, but. Still, him getting flat-footed right there, or he, or sorry, he gets he gets he gets a little um, flat-footed, breaks outside on that the outside portion of that scroll route, tries to tries to cut it off, and again because he didn't like weave to stay over the top, he's cheating outside, and now he now he again got kind of a shuffle outside, um, he got placed basically where I think Higby wanted him. I don't know if eighty-two is Higby. But push him to the outside, creates uh, that separation, just horizontal relationship for him to cut past him uh, vertically, cuts past him. Um, now, now, Whitehead does probably see right here, 
that the ball is out so he doesn't try to match, but still not the most ideal position to be in. I, I probably, to be completely honest, don't think he would have been beat right there if he probably would have stayed with Higby. But it's just it's just a note, you know, in, in just in terms of, again, getting shuffles in and being a little bit um, clunky with, with the feet right there. It's just get a weave in. That's, that's, that's my thoughts. I don't know. I'm not sure what I, what I put out or what I talked about on that play last time to be completely honest, but um, you see, you can see a little bit of the clunky feet, right? So uh, whitehead versus screen right here. It's obviously, you know, this is, this is obviously hell of a play, but uh, he doesn't have to read run because there is no running back. Um, obviously sees the offensive linemen all working out to their left confirms Stafford throwing the ball. Okay. You know, let's get my eyes on to, to what I am, you know, who has the ball, what's his track, what's his angle, etc. Sees the, um, they flex the running back out. So sees the running back cutting back inside. Now he's in a situation where, um, okay, you know, closing ground on, on the screen. Does he want to try to just run through 77? Does he want to run through Andrew Whitworth? probably not. I'm going to say that's not the best idea. And I think Whitehead also realizes that. And that's why he does not try to do that. So um, kind of undercuts the block right there. Again, just good job feeling that out, putting on the brakes club, find the running back, refine the running back. If you ever lost them, find them again, drive towards him, get in on the tackle, um, which is already being, being made, but nonetheless for him, again, good play. Widen with it, find it undercut that block or get our guys get over top of that block and, and, and work it laterally. Um, and then get on tackle. It's a good job uh, shutting down that screen. It's not easy necessarily to, okay. You know, avoid a 300 pound offensive lineman and still get on on tackle. So, um, these are this. So right here, uh, 33 way head run stuff. So, Initially, he, he, again, sees a lot of action to, to, the, to, the, to his side. Um, so he starts to take more of an outside angle, which, again, if you're going to take anything, take more of an outside angle than an inside angle. You don't want to get beat to the outside, um, especially I don't necessarily know what's going on uh, on all to the outside right here. But gets the shuffles in, um, reads the play. Now, while he's doing that, he obviously notices, okay, I'm getting cracked block right here, um, which all, it's all just confirms that it's going to his side. And obviously, this does as well. But sees a crack block coming from uh, Jacoby Myers, I believe, right? Jacoby Myers is, is 16. Does a good job getting lateral. We're going to see him flatten out his angle a lot right there to avoid, reassess. Okay, you know, he doesn't have to play. So, and there is a force got to the outside. So, but even with that being said, he doesn't have to play to the outside here because it's a mass. You can drive a car through this, you know, obviously minus the linebacker. So then he presses inside, presses inside. Again, good outside in angle. Outside at angle, crosses the helmet. Now, do we necessarily want to see him leave his feet? Does he have to leave his feet here? No. You know, ideally, he wraps up, is a little bit higher, drives his feet, um, but he still does get his. Obviously, he gets the wrap up. He gets the uh, helmet across, makes the tackle. So, again, a lot of his plays are pretty simple because they're run stuffs, they're missed tackles. So, uh, I'm not sure why the review took me so long last time, but this is obviously an another good play. Um, that safeties on the Jets were not making last year. Um, so whitehead stuff, shocker, right? So he's uh, right here, circling with the, I actually got a mouse, which I got to figure out how to use, but I guess that'll be a little bit easier, right? Using the mouse, but I'm pretty used to the little finger pad thing, but uh, he's right here. 
I'm assuming this is a short yardage situation. And if not a short yardage situation, a situation where he was going to blitz regardless. Um, so the ball is snapped. Obviously he has very good snap timing right here and he's feeling out the run. Typically when they're motion guys in like this, especially the pats, like they're going to, he's going to crack. He's going to be, um, and if not cracking, they're trying to get him leveraged to, to block, uh, to kind of kick him out. So he's aggressive pre-snap post-snap leads to him having, you know, good four momentum on, on 84, which I believe is born. Uh, I forget. It doesn't really matter. Um, but lowers his helmet into that. 84 he pops up 84 who goes flying inside um past that defeats that block obviously you know this is not a good spot for for 84 to be in continues to work to the inside um obviously notices the the, the track of the running back and and the, and the quarterback so the, so the ball is going pretty vertical right here so um he wants to try to cut it off he has to take it on the inside shoulder of the fullback takes on the inside shoulder of the fullback which leads him right to uh, right to the running back and makes a tackle. So this is hell of a play right here to take on two blockers and still make that tackle. And the thing I really like about it too, what I just noticed for the second time was he, he, he takes on the inside shoulder with his outside half. Great. The thing I really like about this is, um, oops, sorry. We can see that 47 has his outside arm on the shoulder. So he can't necessarily lift that arm to, to grab the running back. So what does he do? Um, he takes his outside leg and extends it and trips him. Just that, that's, that's just a football play. You know, not a lot of guys are think are, are going to think to do that. And I think I told this story last time I recorded this, which you guys wouldn't hear because there's no audio. Um, this is not identical, but a very identical situation. How I tore my groin in high school. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, take on a, take on a receiver, take on a fullback and then make a tackle. Um, but it's, it's, it's very similar where I was getting, I was getting blocked didn't have an arm free and tried to actually, no, I had one arm free, but the running back was running by me. And I tried to grab him with my, with my arm while engaged or, or in, you know, getting blocked. And I stuck my arm and my leg out and my the half that was engaged stayed engaged. And the guy was running full speed and freaking just <clears throat> split in midair. And I tore my groin. That hurt like a bitch. Um, this is very similar, but just much more impressive. Um, but still very, very good play by, by uh, Whitehead on that one. Whitehead missed tackle. All right. Uh, this one's a little bit grainy, but it is what it is. He's right here. So again, like this is, this is another one of those situations where you do have to factor in, okay, you know, he's working into heavy traffic right here. Just like I, in terms of, again, uh, I said again, in terms of, again, I've been saying again a lot. He's in a situation where there's a lot of defenders around him. So him missing the tackle is not the biggest deal in the world because there are other defenders around him. <clears throat> now, again, let's give him the benefit of the doubt and say, that's what he was thinking. I'm going to go for the kill shot because there are guys around me who are going to make, you know, rally for that tackle. Still with that being said, he takes an angle to cut. I, I'm not mad at the angle. I think, I think the angle is actually pretty good that he's taking. <clears throat> the problem is there is absolutely no effort to really slow down from him right here. Like at the very end, he, he pulls up like right here but he's moving with way too much speed. Any, any, any running back who sees him working at a high angle like that, which again, it's, it's, I'm pretty, you know, for me, it's a good angle. Um, but with that speed, he has to anticipate the running back gearing down who the running back almost doesn't see it. Um, is that a running back or maybe a receiver? Nonetheless, absolutely no breakdown right there. Misses a the tackle. They'll, you know, the, 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 the runner only picks up another yard, but 
still just make the note. Okay. He came like a bat out of hell there. Sometimes it's going to work like the, fo- the forced fumble. Sometimes you're going to miss a tackle. Uh, again, they have a lot of boom or bust type tacklers, defenders, Quan boom or bust, uh, a little bit more boom than bust to be completely honest in terms of his tackle. I, I, I didn't see people really exemplify that problem. I didn't see it as much as I thought I was going to watch that review, uh, which is already recorded. Um, but Whitehead, him, uh, you know, even some of the other secondary players, uh, Sauce could be maybe a little bit boomer bust the NFL level. He has to fix his technique up a little bit. Like Solomon Thomas, you know, there's so many boomer bust guys. But Whitehead missed tackle. He is uh, obviously right here, 33. It's easy to see. He's wearing what six with Jets, I, which I think he told a story. He he wore he wore he wore three or something his entire life and then he and then he went to and then he went to um and then he went to six and then i i don't know he then went to no so he was he wasn't he was nine early and then he went to 33 and then he wanted nine with the jets but somebody had nine so he figured a, a, a nine upside down is a six i think i think there's a story like that but who cares so 33 <laughs> Again, I'm not mad at the angle that, that he takes. Obviously, there's a, there's a dump off to, to Sony Michelle right here. The angle is good. Outside in, I'm cool with this angle, 100%. Again, outside in, pursuit from the inside. But what do we not see here again is a true, is a true breakdown. You know, at that, that sweet spot, that three, four, two to, two to four yards, depending on how quickly you can break down. And, and the play, obviously, there's a bunch of different circumstances. But we need to see some type of breakdown. He really doesn't. Running back undercuts him. And ends up picking up an extra 5, 10, 15, 20-ish yards because of the missed tackle. Um, has to break down uh, in, this, in this scenario. And, and this is much more in the open field, so we, we really need him to make that tackle. Because um, it leads to a lot of yardage um, when he does not make that tackle. So we need to, needs to uh, be a little more clean there. They, they, again, there's scenarios. Like, there's, there's different spots. I'm, I'm more okay with a missed tackle than not. Or, yeah. It's not, it's not all created equally. If you're, if you're in traffic and there's a lot of defenders around, you're trying to lay a big shot. Okay. A little more understandable. Open field really, really cannot have it. So yeah, a little bit of a hard spot. He's right here. Um, and the pats are on another screen. Holy shit. You know, it's shocking. Mac Jones so good. Yeah. He's throwing, you know, two yard outs and, and screens all day. It's, I really hope he just bust. I, I hope fuck the pats. I'm sorry. I did. I just, I can't stand it. Um, but closes ground. Now this is a tough spot for him to be completely on. I, I remember, I remember watching this and then kind of uh, talking about it again, to, and, which is completely gone now. Um, but kind of go over it again. The thing with this is over aggressive. And I put it right when I recorded it is a hard spot. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Cause he has, to, he has to shoot here. And because there's a, 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 blo- a blocky or a blocker behind him, Ideally, if this if this guy was not here, we want to I would want to see him press this a little bit, but make sure to stay over top of this block so you can say you can play both sides. You know, you don't want to overcommit him, undercut this, and you get beat for a touchdown. Now maybe he thinks his blocker is closer, so he's gonna shoot his shot. But again, ideally, if he's not here, he plays over top of this and plays him a little bit more conservatively, give him the benefit of the doubt, say this he thought this receiver was gonna block him. Um, so he had to shoot his shot. Running back undercuts it. Uh, nearly gets in for the, for the touchdown. So getting a little bit over aggressive. It, it is a hard spot. So it's it's really a play that I really shouldn't even record. 
I shouldn't have recorded. Probably should have just deleted it and not even talked about it now, but it is what it is. Um, Whitehead beat Cone. Okay. Uh, he's right here, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him. So to me, and, and just to Cone, it's not like, you know, Cones and Brackets are different to me. Brackets, a true double team, uh, where Cone, long story short, is if this goes outside, he's going he's gonna to take, he's going to take it. If this cuts inside, he jumps it almost like a robber and then he replaces his zone and he, and he drops back deep. Um, so with that, I think that's Gusecki that makes, it would make sense that they're, that they're coning him. Um, and he's obviously, you know, one of their best passing options or at least the Dolphins last year. So the thing, um, the thing with it is, it, and it's not, it's not bad coverage from him. Like initially it's, it's really not. So, um, good job again, play, stay, staying relatively flat, um, allowing himself to break quickly on the ball. He doesn't have to get into a true backpedal right here. There's a lot of ground to make up. Obviously at a certain point you have to get in the backpedal, but play it aggressively until you, in, until you have to play it more conservatively when he covers more ground. Um, but takes a good angle to cut it off, you know? He goes to cut it off, but he doesn't. But he doesn't completely drive down on it. You can see he, he he gears down a little bit just in case. You know, he pushes it back vertical on a seam, whatever it may be. Um, so he closes the ground, but again, does not overcommit to it. Once Kiseki completely commits to it, he commits, takes a good angle to to stay over top of the of the of the uh, of the tight end of Kiseki. Unfortunately, he's just not able to play the ball um, very very well. So it so it gets it gets uh, it gets completed. So. We're going to see the top right here. Ideally, again, we want to see this right hand wrap the hip. When it wraps the hip, it's going to, uh, it's just a timing thing. When you're, when the ball is coming, you're going to pull, you're going to pull that hip, which turns his, turns his body away from the ball. And it's with that, with that also, you're pulling his body away from the ball, like turning his shoulders away. And that's allowing you to rotate your underneath arm um, to stab the ball. Now he's a little bit over top, so it can be. It's a little bit awkward in this in this situation. Um, so I'll give him again a little bit of a mulligan. The fact that it's not it's not clean. It's not the cleanest look. But with that being said, we want, we want to see better ball skills, right? You know, so 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 he tries to instead of stabbing through the hands like we like we want to see, he almost comes like underneath like an uppercut and tries to punch the ball out. So. Uh, not the best ball skills right here. Like if you're going to undercut it, undercut it and play it aggressively. Um, if not, play it a little more conservatively. So he's almost like stuck in like no man's land there. Uh, again, tries to get his hand in there from underneath, which does not work. If anything, it almost like put, like stuffs it back into his chest, uh, breaks the tackle, and uh, and continues on for for yardage. And that's the thing too. Like with this, the other thing about that arm, which I forgot to mention, that arm that that pulls that hip also acts as uh, a buffer uh, if he is to complete the ball. Now you have that hand on the hip, it's, you can make that tackle. Same thing with, that, with this arm too. If, you're, if he's coming through this like, like we want him to, again, like wrapping that hip, extending, now the ball gets completed and he's extending, he misses it. But guess what? You're still moving with the receiver and now that stab turns into a tackle. But when you're swiping down now, now, and now, now this backhand is not connected because it, it, it looks like it leaves it, whatever. Um, so now this hand's off, this hand's coming down, which is why he gets, he, he allows more yardage. If, if he were to properly wrap that hip, um, you know, stab through instead of the swipe, he probably makes a tackle. So it's, it's multifaceted here, um, things he can improve on, but let's keep moving on. Uh, whitehead tackle. 
uh, top of the screen here, or yeah, right here, 33. Uh, relatively simple here, right? Nothing, nothing crazy. Um, they're run, you know, they're 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 running almost like a uh, 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 it's like a like a belly zone. We can call it. I have to look a little bit into my notes for this one when it, when it's going opposite. There's so many different, the littlest different difference in a run. Like I would almost, I'd almost call this a, a, a windback or a tight zone, but you don't usually just see it from the opposite side. But nonetheless, who cares? Whitehead comes down from um, from the top right here. Nothing, you know, uh, nothing crazy. Comes 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 down at a more tight angle again, just because that's where it initially is. Sees the running back uh, Ahmed, I think Sol- Solomon Ahmed or wherever the hell it is. Comes down. Season bouncing to the outside or cutting it back, whatever you want to say, takes an angle to, to cut it off again. Good job. Then take an angle. That's a little bit high than low. Meets him. Lowers a shoulder. Makes a tackle. Nothing crazy there, to be honest. Like this is one of those plays where like, eh, probably a little bit record happy. Could I cut down these type of plays? So, yeah, probably, but still a nice tackle. Find the ball. Um, coming with speed again, deliver some, some boom, um, right there. He's definitely a, a hitter, that is for sure. Whitehead nearly beat. Okay. Uh, he's on the bottom right here. Uh, I remember this play taking a little bit. So he's right here. Yeah. I'm not really sure, you know, what happens here. So, and, and with, with the goal line, it's so much harder to, to tell exactly what the defense is. The thing... Uh, I, I will say is unless he just has a miss, unless there's a miscommunication or something with this play, I am not sure why. Well, one, there's no, there's no defender behind him. So why he lets him just cross his, his, his or, or undercut him and get vertical and he never matches. I, I don't know. Um, it's very flawed to me. If just looking at this play, I, I would assume it's on, it's on him. Um, where again, lets him cross the face. Now he's completely blind again. Good quarterback right here. Throws this ball back shoulder, lobs it to the back of the end zone, whatever. This this ball could easily be completed to, to 81, right? Um, so we don't like his, his his leveraging here, his position, completely blind to the to the threat behind him. Which again, I'm not sure why he why he let him cross his face and get and, and never never find him. You have you have Devin White who is matching the flat. So I could understand maybe if he were thinking, okay, they're running this like this flat seven, and he picks up Gasecki. And at least has like a hand on him where maybe he's underneath where he wants to, he notices that Devin White's outflanked. So he wants to be able to play this while also playing the, 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 uh, the flat route here. Okay. If we're going to give him that much credit, which I'm not willing to completely do to be, to be honest, um, I would understand a little bit more way too much dead time where, where he's not finding this, this threat eventually figures, Oh, you know, looks back inside. Obviously that's covered up. Eventually finds it, finds him, matches him. The, the, the problem is he we want him to match him at this point. You know, he sees him, but there's a lot of distance here. There's a lot of distance. He squared up two way go right. He squared up. He can go obviously uh, along the back of the line, or he can cut it more towards the front pylon. Whatever he wants to do. There's a two way go. He has to close ground right here. Get hands on, then look back at the quarterback. But flipping back here with a two way go. 
no idea what's going on, um, um, where the quarterback's looking, what's happening. Got to match him, play through the hands. He, uh, the, the quarterback misses the throw, but he should have been beat for a touch on here. This is, this is not a good play. Um, at this point, beat, 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 maybe not now. He's getting a little bit more depth. But again, in this situation, get to him. No reason to turn yourself blind right here. Don't accept that high five, Whitehead. You know it. I know it. Not the best play. Uh, Whitehead nearly beat man two, looked off. Okay. I remember this play, like I can't guarantee if he gets, I don't think he gets looked off here. I think I, I think I screwed this one up to be completely honest. So he's right here. They're showing more of a three. Obviously they, 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 you know, they rotate into uh cover two man. And with, with this, this is another play. That's, that's, it, it is inexcusable. Um, you're playing a, you're, you're playing over the top deep half field on a, you know, there are two threats, at least initially to you. One, one blocks. Okay. You're not going to worry about that. Corners typically in, in, you know, in man two, they're going to play a little bit more aggressively. They're going to play in trail, um, which is behind the receiver because you have help over the top. Uh, again, you know, now you're playing underneath, maybe you have a chance for a pick. And if he beats you vertically, you have help. So, uh, the corners can play it, um, again, and let, and let them get, let themselves get stacked and play in trail. So with Whitehead, you know, this is, this is your only threat going vertical right here, right? This is a responsibility. Now he's, 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 he's getting past Sherman's level, passes Sherman's level. There's no reason for him to, to drive down right here and not stay over top of this route. Um, uh, to me, I think he's staring at the quarterback and guesses, but there is no excuse for not staying over the top of this. Again, another situation where you want to weave, stay over the top, um, and at the minimum, cannot let him beat you vertically. So very flat-footed. Uh, st he stacked your corner, and you're playing so heavy inside. He continues vertical, beats him. You know, if, if this ball is on target, you know, whatever, I don't know if there's a sack or pressure or whatever it may be, they're, they're both beat right here. To allow a single receiver to beat you vertical and two man, it's basically a double team and you just got beat. Whitehead has to get over the top. Again, I think he has bad eyes right here. Um, sees him with inside leverage. It just assumes he's going to break to the, to the, to the inside. Um, gets looked off, whatever it may be, whatever he's looking at. It's the wrong thing. He needs to be over top of that route. Uh, that is, that is an excusable to me. That's a very, that's two very bad plays back to back to be completely honest. You know, that's, those are, those are ugly ones. Uh, whitehead invert two. Okay. Nothing to do with him. So I don't know what, what this is going to be about. Um, he's right here. The near deep safety. Yeah, so we like the we like the you know awareness to 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 make a tackle after the fact. Obviously, uh, it's not his his assignment right here, but they run they run the invert too. He drops down. Whitehead um, gets into his uh, his boundary side deep half, and initially, good job staying over top of the route this time. You know now he's not just guessing. This is what we we need to see last time. You know him him staying over the top. Uh, but with that being said. The now the uh, the tight end breaks to the outside. He gets over the top of it. Is looking back at the quarterback. He sees where the route is breaking. Okay, you know, 
I'm okay with, you could look back at the quarterback. Like I'm not saying if you're not to the receiver, you have to just stare at the receiver, stare at the receiver. You could check the, you could check the quarterback, but the receiver is your primary, your primary um, responsibility because that's going to take you to obviously the proper angle to play the ball, the quarterback NFL, they're going to look you off. They're not going to just stare. Well, some are, some corner, quarterbacks are going to stare, but typically good ones don't. So you want to rely on that, but goes to get over top of that or get over top of that corner, that corner route sees your Kobe Brissett throwing the ball to the inside. We're going to see him break down, drop his hips, burst off the instep, find, find the route, find the route, take an angle to cut it off. Good job shuffling, shuffling, lowering his helmet, making a tackle. Again, it's, it's, it's simple, but there are guys who, in this scenario, trust me, I've seen it. I've, I've seen plenty of, uh, plenty of bad safety play who would expand with this, not see him throwing the ball. Now he, now he expands. And now this guy has more room to catch and run, adjust to Whitehead, but he closes the ground so quickly that by the time he turns, he's, he's already there. You know, he, he's not going to make a play on this right here. Like he turns and sees him at this moment. Plenty of guys would be late again, giving him the opportunity to, to, to make a move on that. So good job. Uh, Whitehead fires on three sky. Okay. Um, he is right here, I believe. Deepest player on the, on the, on the screen. Um, So I don't know. I, so he drops into the deep middle third. Um, eventually sees Hertz rolling out to the to the to his right. So he's obviously going to be able to cheat to the right. He's not going to throw the ball across his body to the left. He's not Zach Wilson. Um, so he works. He white uh, Whitehead works to his left to where the quarterback is is rolling out. The I don't necessarily know why I highlighted this. The only thing I, I, I could say if I'm being nitpicky is at this point when he's rolling out, I want to see him find the, the, the most, the biggest threat to getting beat over the top or just, just in general, the biggest threat, like he's over the top. This is covered. Work your way to number 16 right here. He takes an angle. That's a little bit too high. Um, and the receiver is able to make the catch. So the, the only thing that we can really criticize him for, to be completely honest, is to find the receiver and take a better angle to the receiver. His eyes, I'm not sure exactly where they are. Maybe they're on the ball's flight. Maybe it's on the quarterback. But you see he takes an angle that's, that's, that's pretty high. He doesn't track the ball very, very well. That's shallow. Um, the receiver makes the catch. It's not, it's not really that his fault, though, um, on that play. Like He's making a play outside of his range. So I'm not going to kill him for that one. But nonetheless, uh, white, a whitehead PD, low curl. Um, he's right here. Yeah, these these little plays, like you'd think I like the big hits, all that stuff. These are the plays. The first play, this play, are the plays I like the most um, of him. But that's just that's just me. That's just you know, whatever. So he is in a curl the flat um, right here. That they're they're running another another fires another fire zone three. Um, but he's playing he's playing the curl the flat to the to, uh, I get yeah to the to the strength of the of the offense and 
the thing I really, really like about this is there are a lot of guys who will in a curl to flat, once they see a guy even angling to the curl to flat, they're going to, they're going to jump outside and allow um, this route to be free. But Whitehead does a good job, like, like, not like, yeah, kind of like hedging his bets and, and splitting the difference because obviously there's, there's one less guy underneath. So there's going to be some more, some more room. You're expecting it to get, get, to get there quick. So you don't want to make an easy read for the quarterback, expand, allow this guy to just running like that, that, like that snag flat right there. It's a really easy read, you know, inside out. So with Whitehead splitting the difference and there being a blitz, he could play, he's playing, he's playing both routes right now, but he's playing, he's playing the deeper threat, which is the first read for, for Hertz, which hopefully by the time he gets to a second read, the blitz is already there. Right. So he does a really good job. Um, not over expanding to the outside, sticking on the snag right there and reading the quarterback. You know, if the quarterback looks to the running back, okay. Driving the running back. If not, um, you're, you're near the receiver. So he's playing, he, he takes, care of both routes in a, in a, in a short zone, which is really good. I really do enjoy watching him play short intermediate, um, zones. Cause I think he's pretty good at it, especially curl the flats. So that's, and that's going to be a big responsibility for him in the jets, the jets defense. Now I think he could play, you know, deep middle third. I think he could do things like that, but I don't want him playing, you know, cover four deep, you know, deep, or I don't want him playing even cover two necessarily deep. Uh, but with this play again, very, very good play to match the snag again, allow yourself to play both, both routes. He looks to the running back, you break on it, but he's not play the ball. Um, he gets the, I'm not sure if he gets his hand in there, if it's just a drop, let's give him the benefit of the doubt and say he tipped the ball. I, I don't know. It's dropped nonetheless, but it's a good play by him to just not expand to that. It's the little things that matter um, that make a difference in a game. And, and that's, that's one of those type of plays. Uh, whitehead aggressiveness or aggression he's right here I believe top high safety yeah this is the play okay so Kyle, uh, i just talked to kyle about this play uh, on the stream um this is that play where i talk about where he just he does not give a shit that there's a blocker and this is just aggressiveness again there's, there's really nothing to break down here um but he sees it's a, a qb keep to the outside he he's trying to cut him out or cut him off outside in uh, the, I think it's, or say a white side is 19 could be wrong. Um, it's taking angle to, to block whitehead and whitehead is running full steam, lowers his shoulder and, you know, 19 may have short on that a little bit. You know, he might not have tried to get fully into that block because whitehead, it does not give two shits right there. Um, cuts off hurts his angle to the outside forces to cut back in, uh, Again, guys from the inside, look at that. Holy shit. He forced a cut back inside. A guy from the inside makes rally makes a tackle. Whitehead gets on the tackle, but it's a little play like you see. Like it's, you're not necessarily expecting it. Things can get a little bit more mundane and dry. You're watching film and you see this play pop off really quick. They're like, he did not give one F about his body right there. He's, he's going for that block regardless. There's no way that anybody was stopping him. So I really like that aggressiveness to get to that play uh, or, or cut off the angle to the outside. Um, Whitehead interception, uh, four push. So yeah, they, you think like cover four, and then basically it becomes like a lock right here. And then if uh, if it, you, that that locks, and then he's basically looking to rob anything. Um, there's a couple different names for it, but I'll call that four push. And he Whitehead um, obviously is playing over the top. This could just be like true cover six, but it looks it almost looks like it's they, they have like a combo where it's where it's just man and he's looking to rob anything. Um they work in the same way, you know, cover four push and and uh and a 
cover three lock or combo. Like they can all, they all, a lot of the coverages can look exactly the same, be the, be different just depending on how the offense uh, reacts or responds is how they react or respond, but they can all again, look pretty similar. So nonetheless, nothing vertical for him here, right? This is, this is, uh, you know, out route, out route, this is vertical, but that's not your your outside fourth. So he's not going to take that. He's kind of in no man, not not no man's. And there's nothing happening for him. But drops back again. Nothing nothing in his sight line. Sees Fields um, loading up to throw that ball. Drives on drives to make the tackle at the minimum. So he puts himself in a good spot. Makes the ac- ac- acrobatic diving diving interception. It's there's really not a lot to this play. Uh, to be completely honest, but for him again uncovered or uh, has no assignment drives towards the receiver to make the cat, uh, to make the, the play on the ball. See this tipped up, adjust his body. Good job catching it and then turning your body. Again, you don't want to fall onto the ball. The ground's going to pop it out uh, or create that movement. I mean, it's you know, not a catch, but really good job of being cognizant of, of rolling your body right there. His momentum might've been taking him that way, you know, nonetheless, but again, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a jet, right? So uh, whitehead tackle for loss, speed, aggression, 33. Again, another situation in the box. Um, and he's, I think he was talking about zone away and shooting a backside gap literally the other day. Uh, and he said, Joyner told him, like, was he talking to him about it? Again, we can't be sure of the situation they're talking about. But here we have an outside zone away. Whitehead's in the box. Um, sees the, sees the, the run going away sees an open gap. Okay. You know, I'm going to trust myself to, to, to shoot that gap. I have, I have that speed to, to do so. Um, and maybe just in general, he was, he was assigned that gap, you know, so shoots the backside gap with, with good tempo, takes the angle to cut it off, running back starts to, to, to cut the run back. We can actually see him gear down. Now he gears down, breaks down a little bit, not the cleanest tackling form. You know, you don't necessarily want to go into a tackle like this, but with all that being said, his, 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 his face is up, he wraps up, um, and he's able to, to make the tackle. So again, just, just good job with that aggressiveness and shooting that gap. There are some guys who are a little bit hesitant, might have not made this play, uh, but Whitehead does. So moving on from that, uh, Whitehead fire three, tight reroute, eyes leveraged, eyes left inside to tight end. Okay. Um, he's right. He's right here. So that's the only thing I'm saying about tight, like he's, so he's probably in that, in that, in that curl to flat right now, but because the offensive, because of the offensive alignment, he doesn't have to just stay to the outside. Like you're, you're, you're only going to play as wide as your most wide threat in the curl to flat. So maybe, and obviously maybe a little bit more outside, but you're not going to, he's not going to be all the way up to the outside, you know, halfway between the bottom of the numbers and the sideline when his, when his guys, you know, just a little bit outside the hash or between the hash and the numbers. So let's see. Um, so the, Again, the thing, the thing we, the only thing I will criticize with, with his reroute right here is we, I, I want to see him reroute with outside, with outside leverage instead of getting over the top, but that's, that's very, very nitpicky. Gets the reroute, again, clearly disrupts the route and the route timing, et cetera, allowing 28 to kind of feel it out. So gets a good reroute, eyes into the, eyes into the backfield. And again, you could stay at the quarterback in this situation when you're, when you're tighter like this and you could 
play for the quarterback and still have your eyes on the tight end, that's, that's acceptable. You know, you're, you're in a zone drop, you're, you're, you're checking your, you know, you, you have eyes in your assignment, at least peripheral, peripherally, I guess, um, while also reading the quarterback. Now the, he sees the tight end uh, breaking to the outside. He leverages himself to the outside of that while we're still reading the quarterback. The quarterback goes to um, throw the ball deep and we're going to see him, you know, obviously gets hit, but he starts to, to drop to, to, uh, to undercut that route um, if the ball were to obviously get there. Now, maybe he doesn't get there, but it's a good job just in general, just, just in terms of his assignment, again, getting a reroute um, and then looking at the quarterbacks, you know, he's leveraged on the tight end, his eyes inside. That's, that's all good. It's, very, it's, it's a small play, again, not, not a sexy tackle for laws or anything like that, but it's a good, it's a good zone play um, for, for Whitehead there. So uh whitehead pull trigger miss tackle okay he's uh, let me expand this a little bit i can't see it either um he is right here in the box so he's he's in he's just in the middle hook zone and i legitimately like i do like him in in, in shorter zones so Hook, hook the curl, curl the flat. That should be his primary thing. Again, you know, maybe some, some you know, middle third cover three, stuff like that. Do I want him playing in man coverage? Do I want him playing uh, in, in, a, in a deep one fourth, anything like that? No, I, I, I don't. That's not his preferred role. It's going to happen at times, obviously, but this is more what I want him doing. So he drops into, into his hook zone. I, I, obviously, he's able to pull the trigger quickly. He sees Winston, I believe Winston, uh, looking towards the check down before he even throws it, before he even loads up to throw it, he breaks on it. So good job pulling the trigger there. Uh, quick trigger gets to gets to Ingram, and again misses misses the tackle. You know he's just not he's just not in control, and he leaves his feet um, missing that tackle on Ingram, and Ingram ends up picking up let's just say an extra four about nine yards. Let's call it. Let's watch the other angle. So um, again gets into his hook zone. Sees Winston look to his to his right, to, and then he he pairs that with okay, this guy's leaking out. I'm going to obviously break on that again. Good job pulling the trigger. Um, now with that all being said, he's taking an, an angle that's that's inside out, and that's that's based on his leverage initially. Which okay, that's fine. He can't always be outside in. Um, he's going to have to pursue sometimes inside out. Now when he goes to make his tackle, the thing we want him to do, see him do is not leave his feet so early. Um, for him, you have to anticipate you're so far outside leverage right here. The only way he's going to beat you is to the outside. So you have to have like a buffer, not like, I guess like a buffer, I guess uh, you standing your feet is a buffer against him, him widening, because if, if he widens and you dive, um, obviously every inch, every centimeter he moves over is taking that power and that force, forcefulness away from your tackle when you're diving. Um, so we need to stand his feet here again, too, a little bit too much ankle biting, leaving the feet when he's tackling leaves his feet. Ingram is able to, uh, lighten the load on that, on that, on that, uh, near leg, pull himself out of the, out of the, the, the trash around his feet, um, picks up extra yardage. You know, can't, you can't leave our feet here, at, uh, as Whitehead need to drive through that tackle. Picks up a bigger chunk of yards because of it, you know, and I, and it, this is just, it just plays in general, but you, and this is why I, I literally don't trust anybody because like everybody's like, Oh, great tackler. It, he's not a great tackler. He's, he's a big, he's a big hitter. Um, but he needs to work on his tackling. He has quite a few missed tackles. So he is now right here. 
Let's watch uh, Whitehead trigger on QB flip. Um, so they're they're playing a two. They're 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 playing a two, and there's there's a rotation right there. Um, and he's in a he's in a hook to curl. The the only thing I don't necessarily I, I would I would question with this. And I want to see what they're talking about in the film room is. If he's playing, if he's playing hook to curl, why is he so tight right here and, and not matching anything? Because again, this is these are his primary threats. This is his side of the field. So why is he not tighter, or, or why is he not farther to the sideline? Uh, not sure. Is that him? Is that the coaching? If it is a coaching, that's bad coaching. If it's just him, that's that's, that's bad play. But we got to close a little more ground to to you know our side of the field. But sees the quarterback. I remember this play a little bit now. He doesn't necessarily. This is. This is not a great play, to be honest, um, because one, his leverage, and two, the quarterback, I think from the other angle, we're going to see him staring at that side the entire time, I'm pretty sure. So I'm not sure what happens here, to, to, again, to be honest. I, I think it's probably on Whitehead. I don't know why they wouldn't teach him to, to stay a little bit tired to that side. But we have, we have Hill, who is staring that way. Throws the ball. Okay, then he confirms. Yeah, you know, we, we like the athleticism to stick his foot in the ground right there, close distance quickly, you know, make the tackle. But there are some definitely questionable things about that play. So it's another play where it's like, eh. Um, Whitehead eyes, then follow ball. Um, he's right here. Circling with my cursor. So this probably is a little bit easier than easier said than done on this play. Um, but initially just presses downhill a little bit, you know, obviously the, uh, there's some aggressive movement from, from the, from the offensive line initially. So he might think it's a quarterback power quarterback, keep whatever it may be. So close the ground a little bit, sees Taysom Hill flip is, this is more where he flips his hips. Flips the hips, triggers on the on the on the hip flip, closes ground um, to to the right side again. He 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 closes ground as he's starting to read it, reads it. What is what is what is he seeing? Okay, well right now there's no way he's going to get to the outside. If he is, okay, good good luck. You have to you have to outrace that 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 offensive lineman, then you're going to get undercut. So I think he sees this guy getting to the outside, this block, and he's just going to shoot that gap in between. And I, 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 watching this again a little bit with a little bit, a uh, little bit farther into the play, I think it's a combination where peripheral vision he sees him working to the outside, and then he sees the ball at more of a shallow angle, follows the ball right into a tackle. I, I, I think I think he's following the ball here more than even looking at the at the receiver. Um, again, peripheral vision to to uh, peripheral vision on that on that offensive lineman gets more vertical. Cuts it off, completely shuts that off. That is that is obviously hell of a play. Let's watch again for him. That's not an easy play to make, um, but he 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 does it. No, it's you know it's not the hardest play ever, but it's it's maybe a little bit easier said than done. Whitehead missed tackle. All right. Oh, you know, I just noticed my freaking closet in the back. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be somebody who's mad about a closet being open. You know, uh, Whitehead missed tackle. He's right here. So this is a situation where I'm assuming it's short yardage with how based on everybody's playing. Again, I, I, I could be wrong. Um, 
they just they're just running power. Now, with that power, we have we have Whitehead who closes ground is 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 that force guy forcing it outside in. Um, there probably is a, is a is a corner out here too, but nonetheless, he's playing outside in. And I'm again assuming a short yardage. I should have probably. Uh, looked into it after the fact, especially because it could have an effect on how I think about this play kind of, but even with all that said, he closes ground. He's in a situation here where he could shoot this. Like you're, he's so heavy. He's so far heavy outside leverage that jump cut, anything like that. It's not going to beat him to the outside. He's so far outside with such horizontal distance. He has so much room to react to anything. Jump cutty. He has to close this ground right here and squeeze this run. Um, he has a window to make a tackle. The more you delay, the more he gets vertical, uh, the, and you're not able to work over the top of these blocks. He doesn't shoot a shot, tries to get on the tackle, or he, he gets in on the tackle, but Ingram is able to push forward for a couple, actually quite a few, uh, almost like 10-ish extra yards here. So I'm not sure what the hesitation is from, from him right here. Um, again, these guys, get lo- these guys get locked up. They don't necessarily block this uh, the best. I'm not sure why he doesn't, yeah, no. Actually, I don't like the. I'm not gonna get into that. That's a, that's just a play design thing. We're, we'll work past it. He needs to be a little bit more aggressive here, which is we're rare. You know, we don't really necessarily say um, all the time because a little bit more aggression, you'd meet him at a better spot where he's not now crossing your face. You know, he, now you're not able to cross the helmet across across his body because you're a little bit hesitant to pull the trigger. He uh, is able to. The running back is able to to push past uh, your 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 arm tackle. Whitehead eyes find wide receiver in, in, in threat zone. Okay. Um, he's right here. Now, so he's getting into another, another exit angle to, to, to a curl to flat. So um, initially starts a little bit more tight. There's, there's, there's motion. That's probably, you know, maybe if this was just there, if they were stagnant, he, he starts a little bit more outside in. Um, but in this situation, he's a little bit, he's, he's, he's inside out, which we don't necessarily always, we're not going to love. Um, in a curl to flat, now again, depending on the situation, if it's a short yardage situation or you're expecting a run, okay, play him a little tighter in the box. Nonetheless, he gets into his, into his exit angle and, so I'm sorry. He gets, so he gets into his exit angle. Eventually he finds the, he finds the, uh, the receiver, whoever the hell this is on a speed out, right? Yeah. Speed out, finds it, undercuts it, makes a play on the ball. Now, the only thing I will say with this again, a little bit risky of the game here. I don't love this guy being behind him in his eyes to the quarterback because, you know, Taysom Hill's not a good quarterback, but let's, you know, let's think what a good quarterback would do or an improviser or whatever. Would it exactly happen like this? Maybe not, but have we seen in situations where you see this relationship? He adjusts a little bit on a scramble drill. He pushes a little bit more vertical. Now he's cutting flat because he can't. He, he's not. He hasn't matched his the threat in his zone. He pushes more vertical. It's a catch. So this one, it's 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 good and bad. It's 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 good because okay, he finds his threat. He undercuts him. Um, he's able to close ground the ball, get the get the, the deflection. The process, I would say, is more of a negative than a positive here, though, for me. Again, he's in your threat, basically man now. Get to him because he can easily push vertical right here. Let's say it's 29 or whoever this is. 
were to match that for whatever reason, um, he pushes vertical. Now we're talking about a potential touchdown because you lost him. You're too flat and you, and you, didn't, get, you didn't get your eyes to him. So I think initially maybe I watched, I was like, Oh, good play overall. It's really not. Um, give me a second though. All right. Continuing on. Um, I, I, I just realized I was walking away. I was like, I don't have to say you got hold up to you guys because there is no hold. You know, I pause it. I'm right here again. Um, but Whitehead slow trigger confirmed quarterback confirm quarterback. So he is right here. Deep, deepest defender. Um, I, yeah, I remember going to this one too. And I like, being like, eh, um, this is a scenario where I wish. Okay. Yeah. So this is, I think I realized this late in the rep last time. So we have a situation where it's third and short at the, you know, 25 yard line, 24 yard line is the, is the, is the line to gain. And for Whitehead, in these scenarios, you got to play it a little bit tighter because you're expecting obviously some routes to be breaking short at the sticks. Now, typically again, it's like that, that if it's going to go vertical towards you, it's that 10 to 12 when it's short yard situation, it cuts down a little bit. Um, and obviously the cognizant of your other threats, right? Like if there's a, if there's like a, this isn't typically a route combination you see, but let's just say for the sake of being simple, you have like a seam route and, and a snag. Okay. You know, he's going to match that seam and not play that snag. But when that snag is really your only threat right here, I want to see him close ground a little bit quicker towards that because he's breaking past the first down marker. This guy didn't match. Um, so, and we can see him staring at the quarterback pretty much the, the, the entire time right here, looking at the quarterback, 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 quarterback. And he, again, this isn't egregious because he actually does close ground before the quarterback even throws the ball. The quarterback does throw it and is able to trigger on it quickly and, and release it quickly. I just want to see him close ground a little bit sooner, but to be completely honest, again, it's a little bit of a gray area um, because it was, you know, at a certain point, it's a linebacker's responsibility um, to, to, to match. Right. Um, or at least to, to get on underneath routes. So it's put it's asking a lot of him. But let's ask a lot of them, you know. So Whitehead almost beat. Yeah, that one's a little bit more sketchy, right? So uh, where is he at here? He's um, – I don't know which – he's either one of these guys. I think this is him. I think top hash is him. Yeah, yeah. So – um. Again, this is just about playing a little bit too a little bit too flat footed, and we have another you know another cover four situation where we already talked about it. You know, uh, anything inside vertical, he's going to match, and then we have this we have a we have a we have like double post right here, match match. The thing with this is, at this point, it's man coverage. We see him be flat footed. He's taking an angle to cut off this route. Which okay, if he's at this angle. But he's backpedaling, backpedaling into this angle where if he were to push vertical, he could easily flip his hips. The problem with it is he takes he takes more of an you know aggressively aggressively cuts off the 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 angle that the tight end or whoever it's on, but he's flat footed. So for him to now flip his hips and run with him vertically, it's 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 going to be tough, and you could potentially be off balance. So in this in this scenario again, we need to see him weave to get over the top, not be flat footed again, staring at the quarterback a little bit here. Uh, a little bit too much for me here. Peripheral vision sees him cut it vertical. Oh shit! I'm gonna try to match. Gets off balance. Falls. Now again, the ball is not there. Um, 
or the, you know, for whatever reason, we don't, we don't really care why, why he's not targeted. Um, but nonetheless, I could tell you that this and coverage is not a good situation. You know, if he, if he were being targeted right here, could he throw this ball to the back of the end zone, uh, make the completion or get the completion? Yes. You know, and especially in a situation where it's third and, and 15, there's, n- there's no way you should be playing. You should be playing, you know, this flat play over the top rally. You know, he's not, he's, he's not going to be able to drive the ball in, even if you are playing too far over the top. So flat, bad angle. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's bad. You got to stay more over the top of that. If anything gets beat or nearly beat um, again, the ball is the, the ball is not there, but even, but even after that, you know, like even, even, even after that, his eyes are back to the quarterback, you know, could he have thrown the ball to the tight end? Probably, but that's, again, that's a result of him getting beat initially. So he, he was, he was beat badly there. Um, we need to, 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 again, him playing off coverage, you start talking like you talk about like cover four where it becomes man at a certain point. Talk about just straight man. Not I'm not overly comfortable with it. Um, so my head tackle for loss. He is right here. Foremost to your right. Again, he's he's shooting that gap regardless. You know, run pass anything. He's he's just blitzing. Um, again, good snap timing. You know, good snap timing. Receiver piss poor job. I, I would be furious with that receiver just. With a, a lot of things, one your feet, uh, you're not going to beat him to the inside with your inside foot up. I don't, I don't like that right off the jump and be a little bit more ready. Um, so not a big fan. Nonetheless, Whitehead shoots that gap. I'm assuming there's somebody to the outside right here uh, um, as well. But good snap timing. Again, uh, click and close. This, this, the, the acceleration he has again. He's, he's, you know, he's not the most dynamic athlete. He's a little tight and things like that. But I do think his explosion is and his closing burst is is good. So. Shoots that gap again, assuming another short yardage situation, running duo, um, and shoots that gap. Takes an angle, a higher angle to cut off where he's going. Again, I'd rather take that high angle than that than that low angle. Um, so he's taking that high angle, cuts him off, helmet across. Again, do we want to see him maybe a little more control of his, of, of of himself in that tackle? Um, yes, but at the end of the day hell of a play you know like that's very nitpicky to be like okay well could he be in a little bit more control sure but maybe it's a short yard situation where he has to take a hard angle because he doesn't want um or he has to be a little more aggressive with the tackle because you know if, if he is to drag a yard or two then you know it's a first down etc so could be a lot of things there uh whitehead hit play 35 um he's right here top of the screen uh this really isn't anything um uh, and I forget to say if he was playing, if he was playing robber here, I, f- I forget exactly what I saw to be again, to be honest, I just, uh, this is hundreds and hundreds of plays ago, but looks like he's, he's just disguising right here. Like they're almost like trying to like, no, no, he looks like there's this, there's this, they're just disguising. Um, he's going to look to the side of the field. Um, regardless, looking to that side of the field, looking to that side of the field, we have Heine- uh, Heineke or whatever his name is Heineke, right? Throw the ball to, um, his receiver, Whitehead takes an angle to to cut him off. Obviously, readjusts his angle as he sees how flat he is. Throws a shoulder, lays a huge shot at McLaurin. It's it's really there's really not much to break down here. It was it was a quick throw. He was looking again to to either either they were doubling him, they were bracketing him, or he was robbing, um, or he could even he could have even even been in a cover one situation and he was and he was just following the ball. You know, I, I should have probably had the other view here, but we do like obviously the big hit. Like that's 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 the crux of this play. So Whitehead versus screen, play 36. 
Um, he is to the uh, he's either that guy or this guy. I think he's I think he's here. I think this is him right here. Wrong, asshole. Um, so he's at the top of the screen. Let's just watch it. Again. Let's just watch it again from the beginning. Widens with his with his threat, which to. I think I think it's why. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me continue this play. The thing with Whitehead is he's he, and this is definitely him. When he's playing, when he's playing like over top of like a fullback or a tight end, who he knows is athletic, he definitely cheats, which is fine. Like if you're going to trust your athletic ability, cheat a little bit. Like if you know you could, you know, this guy's not going to bring you deep, even if you're going to play a little bit underneath because he's just, he's just slow. Like that's 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 on you. Like if if you have faith in yourself to play a little bit more aggressively, um, cool. And here he is playing in, in man coverage on, on 41 and another situation where he's, he's, he's widening, obviously the, the you know, 41 is widening. So he's widening, but he's playing more peripheral vision on, on the tight end and playing over the top and looking back to the quarterback. So again, cheating a little bit, but he, but he trusts himself right here. Um, you know, if, if Danny dimes, Danny dimes looks to throw the ball, he probably closes his ground, right? Like he has faith in himself to, to do so, but he doesn't have to, play so tight to that route when he's not well when he's not looking you give yourself a little bit of flexibility again I just in general I like to see guys play tight to routes but looking uh he's looking at Danny Dimes looking at Danny Dimes sees him flip his hips so much so where he's not throwing at the 41 oh shit there's a screen coming he sees that he triggers on it very very quickly takes an outside in angle right proper cool outside an angle now with that Again, you have to assess the situation. He doesn't want to just, oh, I have to play outside in here, so I'm going to widen, allow myself to, to, you know, to, to get blocked here. Um, again, analyzing the situation, Thomas is coming so, so flat, and he just caught the ball. He has faith in himself to get over top of this block and then go outside, right? Like, he doesn't just have to stay outside right here, but we also have to see him assess the situation properly. Right. So at the end of the day, he does assess the situation properly. He doesn't want to get to the outside right there. He, uh, avoids, avoids Andrew Thomas with his just lateral athleticism, then takes an angle to the outside. The, 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 uh, the, the tight end tries, tries to outrace him to the outside. Again, a little bit risky here, just in terms of the tackling form, you know, the tight end is really just holding that stiff arm out to dry. You know, you don't want that stiff arm out that long for that as that tight end. So, if we were to see a, a good, let's say this is George Kittle, Kittle most likely stiff arms him into the turf and keeps running. So we want to see him close more ground, helmet, chest up, all of that, and drive for the tackle instead of ducking the head and, and diving. So that, that is a criticism right there because he just gets the ankle. Guy who's a little bit better with the, with the act uh, probably breaks the tackle for a first down. So we'd like to trigger. We like undercutting of the route um, or undercutting of Andrew Thomas right there. Good job. Andrew Thomas, not a good job, but hard, hard spot for him to be in. Again, get on top of it. Reassess. Okay, take that angle to the outside. Just d don't love the, 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 the nipping at the, at the ankles right there. 37, Whitehead caught staring. He's right here. Damn it, he's not. I got to hold on. Let me, let, me, let me check his shoes. Oh, I, I, I quite literally remember the exact same conversation in the, in the last review, which I, you know, I should be not an asshole and learn from my mistakes, but I remember the, you know, he kind of looks similar, 
right here. And then you're saying, okay, well, this is part of the scouting process, which I don't really like calling scouting. I don't, I don't know what you call what I do. I, I don't know. Player evaluation, part of player evaluation. Gotta be able to, to, to target guys and, and see what they're wearing. So black shoes, not him. Red shoes, him. Let's see if we don't make a mistake for us of the shines game. So right here, caught staring. Hit play. That's probably a good idea. Um, Again, can't 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 have this, right? That's this is this is just this is just very simply a a bad play. Um, you're in a you're in a curl to flat here. If anything, again, outside in, you're the you're again you're the curl to flat. If if he is the push inside, okay, you know, obviously, hopefully, you have you have help to the inside, or you're going to have some type of help to the inside. Just don't want to get beat to the outside um, here. Playing very heavy inside leverage. If you're going to play heavy inside leverage, take an aggressive angle. Uh, eggs angle to the outside and you know ideally yeah we want outside in it but if you're over the top of it okay I, I understand that but here he sits very very heavy inside staring at the quarterback staring at the quarterback staring at the quarterback staring at the quarterback as the quarterback's now loading up to throw the ball he's already outflanked to the sideline it's it's just very simply staring inside bared leverage there's really nothing much past that it's an easy completion that's that's an inexcusable type play right there that's that's just it's it's a brain fart you can't you can't have that you can't get outflanked um right there especially with another threat there if now if that now if that was the number one right there okay then obviously and let's say let's say it's like a it's like a, a three by one and you have your corner outside okay your corner is basically locked up in man so play it inside okay fine situation like that where you can have the vertical the, the one push vertical and, and, and occupy the the outside third you just cannot get outflanked and if you're outflanked okay at least get on back on the route but he was way too far inside um right there so uh, whitehead curl the flat uh, near PD. He's right here. Oh, yep, red shoes. He's right here. And obviously, you can see the two versus three now, but still. So this is um, another. We've seen this at least two or three times now with him playing playing good curl to flat angle, um, and then uh, jumping on the underneath. So very similar to the first play of this review, he gets into his exit angle. Uh, the the number two pushes vertical. So okay, he's not gonna he's not going to match that. He's gonna he's going to um, pass that off to the outside third. Or again, if he if he breaks into the inside, the the inside third. So exit angle, reroute. Once he gets vertical, he's 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 eyeing him up, saying, okay, you know, is he gonna break? Is it gonna be a snag? Is it gonna be a curl? Okay, I'll match it. But once he goes vertical reroute eyes back to the quarterback is he throwing it there is he looking somewhere else sees the quarterback loading up the throw um a little bit to the left you see just by the shoulder angle to the to the left of the quarterback to the right of whitehead not to that vertical sees again just where he's throwing the ball cuts off that angle or, or, or takes a good angle to cut off that that route gets his hand in there now it is a completion but at the end of the day, uh, he plays that ball pretty well. You know, wrap, stab through. It's just he, he, he's not able to, to necessarily find the ball. But listen, you know, now it's third and five. And, you know, still, still, still a good play right there overall by him. Uh, Whitehead almost beat. It's getting a little dark in here, right? I guess I'll plug this, this thing in. You know, I kind of hate it. It's good, but I, it's really annoying. Just a bright ass light. Okay, uh, Whitehead almost beat. He's uh, it's a different game now. He's right there, near hash, deep. 
yeah, again, like it's you, you at a certain at a certain point you can't just be staring at the quarterback. So they drop into another another um, man look where he, he's you know you have that strong side rotation right there. Just they're just disguising it a little bit. Um, typically in cover two, you're not going to see the, the, these guys that tight, but um, actually you kind of do. But we're trying to disguise it a little bit. He gets into an exit angle to to his deep half and. Again, check the quarterback. I'm okay with checking the quarterback, but you you have to be aware. At your maximum priority or your, your biggest priority is being aware of the route concepts. You know, at, you can check the quarterback if you're confident in your uh, and where you are, just in ter- like relative to the placement over route concepts or just individual routes. So he's dropping into his exit angle. Okay, read the route concept. This isn't threatening your zone. Um, so don't have to key that anymore. Don't have to look at that. You have T.Y. Hilton who sits it down. Don't have to worry about either one of these routes. Now, the only thing you should be worried about is, is Pittman, but he's staring back at the quarterback the entire time. There is a lot of grass right here, a lot. So at this point, once, once these other threats sit down, you, you have to play over top of this route, you know, basically play like man coverage, man coverage. This is not a good situation to be in. Again, we want to see him play over the top because there's a lot of grass over here. I don't care that his hips are angled to the inside. You know, let's say right here, even though he's already starting to lean to the outside, so they'd be tipping him. He's breaking to the outside. Whitehead staring inside, staring inside, staring inside. Pittman breaks to the outside. Whitehead breaks. The ball is, is not placed well, you know, miscommunication, whatever it may be. Um, but I can tell you right now, this should be a touchdown. You know, let's say they're on, they're on, they're on target or whatever. Um, and why? Because Whitehead's staring to the inside. There's, it's, it's inexcusable for me to get beat when there's one vertical route um, on your side of a, of a you know, cover two and you're the, you're the deep half. Now, if you get tricked, if there's a fake screen, if there's a, a route that's deep too, and then you get beat by another route. Okay. I get that. But with like two sit routes, this guy going vertical, this leverage is terrible. We cannot have, he needs to get over the top of this. Should have been beat for a touchdown. That's so we've seen quite a few plays here. Okay. Deep coverage, right? Let's not stick them there all the time. Right. Uh, whitehead missed tackle. And I'm assuming it was going to be deep here when he's tackling an open field, Actually, he's not in the open fielder here. He's right here. But in general, more in the open field. I'm not as as comfy with him um, tackling. Okay, so yeah, it ends up in, a, in a more of an open field situation, right? So he uh, initially gets into his in, into his eggs angle. Again, I like the fact that he goes a reroute, but he doesn't chase the reroute. Uh, gets underneath of, of the number one. I actually really like that initially. Once that pushes vertical, okay, flip your hips, find the threat. Like that, this, this whole process right there, good, good. Okay, find the threat, flat, great. Break towards it, outside at an angle, fantastic. But what happens at the tackle point? Let's see. Wentz dumps it off. We need to see more control. You know, this whole movement right here of him breaking down, we, we need to see a, a, a better breakdown, more in control. Because, yes, he starts to break down, but he's still not in control of himself. Large hop, not conducive to, to adjusting to angles. Leaves his feet. Jonathan Taylor uh, undercuts him breaks a few more tackles and gains a few more yards. Now, and yeah, I know it's, it's Taylor, so you want to make quick contact so it doesn't build up momentum, but nonetheless, needs to be more control. Uh, can't be leaving your feet for tackles. Obviously, again, gets beat for a, you know, a few more yards. So quite a few missed tackles to say, okay, he's a really strong tackler, right? Like that's, that's, I'm, I've proven that. I've proven my point on that. Uh, Whitehead tightened with motion reroute. Okay, I, uh, he's right here, I believe, right there. Motion, okay. Outside in, I'm going to get a little more tight. Get that. Cool. 
reroute, match the flat, tackle. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't know why I specifically said tighten with motion. That's, that's kind of expected. Tighten with the motion. Again, let's see what happens. He's in a, in a, in a three, it looks like. Ideally, ideally, because there are, there are route concepts. You see, like, the paths do this. If they see this and they know it's cover three, they'll run this vertical. Let's say it's like a short yard situation. They'll run that vertical, um, run him right to the flat, boom, catch five yards. Annoyingly frustrating third down conversion. So typically you want to play outside in because you, you don't want to get outflanked to the outside. If, if this is a chip, you know, whatever. Uh, again, you see a lot of like the, the, the paths, like a lot of those, like those like snag flats. Um, Got to play outside in. Nitpicky, but it matters. So reroute, match the flat. Again, in this situation, could he have been beaten? You know, is he beat? Yeah, kind of, you know, semi, right? Um, but widens, makes, makes, the, makes the tackle. It's just little nitpicky, um, good and bad there, right? So let's play 41. Let's see. Okay, 42. Can't believe I had to do this show all over again. And Martin, it's going to be my third time. Well, second and a half time. I recorded Martin the first half, and then I realized, oh, shit, I'm not recording, which is terrible. Had to do it again. Did it again. Didn't pick up audio. So plays, I think, 1 through 21, I'm going to be going through the, the third time. Doing that tomorrow. So I am going – that is going to be brutal. I'm going to try my best to be enthusiastic. But it, it's, it's a review that's exciting, too. It's, that's kind of the disappointing part. So – uh, whitehead man rep tackle. Okay, right here. Man on uh, Mo Alley Cox, right? Now, okay. So now we're seeing a little bit. Now we're not seeing necessarily an entire hip flip. Um, I, I want to see his feet be a little bit better here. Again, a little bit, a little bit hoppy, a little bit clunky. We want to see a little bit more foot fire, a little bit more control. Um, again, nitpicky, but it, it matters. But staying over top of the route. Again, a little bit inside, but but not enough for me to to really mention it. I'm I'm cool with that. Um, and typically in the red zone, you. Depending on alignment, um, this alignment not so much, but typically you do want to play inside out in the red zone. You know, force those those hard throws to the outside in that condensed field. So, playing over top of the route, Mo, Mo Ali Cox. Um, he doesn't he doesn't fall he doesn't fall for that like that bam step that hard bam step to the outside. Just not really. He, yeah, doesn't fall for it. Savers over the top of it. Takes a good angle to cut off the route. Gets his eyes back to the quarterback. Okay, you know you're, you're obviously you're obviously a pretty tight. You're you're pretty tight to the Mo Cox here. So cheat a little bit. Cool with that. Match it. See that the ball is dumped off to um, to uh, is Naheem Hines twenty one, I believe. So see the ball is dumped off to Naheem Hines. Close ground. Again, a little bit sketchy. I, I want to see him drive through his tackles more. Again, a little bit too much leaving the feet, but takes an angle to cut it off. Wraps up the leg, makes a tackle. Eh, nothing crazy, but I, I like I like the the man rep there better um, on Mo Alley Cox than we've seen like in the past with some of the other some of the other man reps he's had. So, God damn it! Uh, why does not let me expand it? Okay, there we go. I don't know what the hell was happening. Uh, Whitehead peel off hit. Okay. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, so this is. Um, this is another play where I talk about like him, him being a little bit more aggressive when he knows his matchup, which, which is good, like film study and just general knowledge of the league and how you can play guys. Um, he's in man. They flex him out. I'm sure, you know, I'm not sure what happens before, but he's in man coverage right here, right? This is a very, this is a man look. You have a, you have a, you have a safety who's widened, you know, ice with an ISO, like it's, it's probably man. Um, and again, 
he hedges his bet a little bit here. He's 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 reading the he's reading the quarterback. He's splitting the difference between between the two routes, and it's risky. But again, know know your assignment. Now, the only thing with it is you, we don't love it because he's he's blind right here. So if he was to break it outside, like you're really weakening yourself to the to the sideline. But you know, uh, do you? You know, like it's I'm I'm, I'm okay with it because of. Again, a game situation, I would like to see if they're up a lot. I don't think it is because they never beat the Saints like that. But nonetheless, hedging his bets just a little bit weak on on, on short routes to, or or, uh, or any out route here. But because he trusts himself uh, and his athleticism versus him, if this ball is vertical, he trusts himself to either flip or, or speed turn and get over top of it. He splits the difference between um, – yeah, definitely, man. So he's supposed to difference between these two guys. You have two. You have two verticals. Um, I don't think this is the best throw from from Hill, just based on the leverage here. And then this guy, whatever. But with all that being said, splits the difference is is looking at Hill. Again, pretty aggressive rep for him. This is this is this is a little risky. Sees him loading up the throw to the to the inside seam. Breaks on the inside seam. No, no, he doesn't necessarily get there as you know he doesn't play the ball right here, but he does accelerate close enough ground where to he can contest or at least make the hit before the the tight end is brought to the ground. So let's say he does catch that right there and his ribs are open. If Whitehead, um, with, with Whitehead landing that shot like he does, maybe he doesn't catch that ball. You know, so it's 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 risky. But it's also like him making a play outside of the, the, the framework of, of his man coverage. So we like that while also noting on the side, okay, maybe a little bit of, you know, if he gets beat on that stuff, maybe too aggressive. But again, he, you know, he has that flexibility or he gives himself that flexibility because, uh, you know, he studied, he studied his assignment. Or he just looked at a, you know, a, a, a ploppy white guy running out as a, as a fullback. He's like, oh, shit, I got this guy, you know, maybe. But then maybe he turns into Kyle Juszczyk and he burns him deep. Yushek does that stuff. People underrate him, and he's a hell of an athlete. Uh, what set edge? I believe he's right here. There's a little shadow right there. I believe that he's right. He's right outside here. I could be wrong. Yeah. So comes downhill. Um, again, when you have these running quarterbacks, it's really good because typically offense is ten versus eleven. But when you get that running quarterback, it's really eleven versus eleven. So you have um, you have quarterback power. The fullback is trying to kick out. Whitehead, Whitehead closes ground quickly, takes on the block well, uh, just in terms of squeezing the run, you know, uh, inside shoulder versus outside shoulder, pops it up, pushes into the backfield to cut off the, the if, he, if he is a flattened, pushes up the field to cut that off. Again, good job in terms of the outside in relationship right here. He pushes to the outside, flattens, um, Whitehead matches that. Again, do we want to see him maybe close some more ground, cut this off, wrap him up instead of, instead of gear down? and dive you know yes now now he did flatten out at the last second so that that's why he has to dive but but still it's a trend a little bit where he's leaving his feet right so we want to note note that but with that being said he still is able to make the tackle so hell of a job setting the edge hell of a job making the tackle on uh on Taysom Hill right there whitehead miss sack yeah this is this is a bad one um this one's inexcusable to me uh maybe a little bit laziness maybe him just trying to to lay a big shot he comes off the right side he has a clean shot at, at Cam Newton um, and his tackling form is just piss poor. That, that's all it is. It's, let's be honest. It's, it's, that's terrible. That's terrible. You have a clean shot on the quarterback. You're blitzing. His back is to you. Cam's a, Cam's a big motherfucker. Like he, he can't throw the ball like he used to. He's still in Cam's body, a broken down Cam body, but it's still Cam. So let's not 
leap into a tackle, throw our forearms, try to throw a big shot. Let's let's make sure we wrap wrap him up. This is this is inexcusable. That that play, if he were to break out, make, you know, make a make a a, a throw, whatever. It's you, you, we cannot have that. That again, inexcusable play from from Whitehead there. There's a few plays in this review that are that you just can't have that. That's that that's laziness, just stupidity. No, not, let's not call it stupidity. He's not stupid. It's a brain fart. I like to say brain fart. I don't like to call guys stupid. So brain fart, laziness, whatever it is, whatever it is, cannot have it. Um, he's at the top right here. Um, similar. So we have a, a quarterback keep. He's in what looks like it's probably going to be a, a, a Tampa two. I don't, I don't necessarily know, but regardless, he's he's the outermost defender here. So when the when when the uh, tight end climbs to climbs to attack him, he cannot get beat to the outside. Good job, notice that peripheral vision. He's reading the backfield, sees sees him getting climbed to. Again, proactive with his hands, proactive with his hands. Lateral, outside in. Now, with that being said, is this angle a little bit too aggressive for me here? Yes, it is. It is. It's it, it's a little bit too flat. I want to see more outside in. Being nitpicky, sure, again, but it matters. So a little bit too flat right there. Ends up having to leave his feet for the tackle. We don't love that. Um, we don't love him having to close this ground right here because you know let's you know, there is a, there is a chance a better chance with him leaving his feet that the quarterback can break the tackle. He doesn't. It's a good play. Obviously, you know, definitely more positive than negative, but just, just some notes, you know, on the, on the side, right? Whitehead interception. Uh, okay. He's right here, I believe. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a gimme for him, but another, another situation where he's getting, he's getting into, um, into his curl to flat in the, in the cover three. And like some guys will, will start all the way to the inside here not necessarily have to play to the outside on this because their angle, how do I explain that? Their angle to the outside is getting underneath the one while also you're tight to the two and three. So if they do break to your side, okay, that's your assignment. You break on it. Um, but if not, you're taking the angle to, to the number uh, to get underneath the t number one where if, okay, he pushes vertical. It's not your, that's not your side. Anyway, he's going to match it. If he does break out, okay, you're going to take that exit angle. You're going to key to it, whatever, but also playing too far to the outside, you know, then you're putting a lot of pressure on that hook. Right. So there, there's a, there's a give and take. It depends on the formation. It really does, but he's getting, he's getting into his, his eggs angle, getting a little bit of a reroute, looking back to the quarterback, looking back to the quarterback. Okay. You know, you're, you're relatively tight to, to, to the two guys who are threatening your zone right here. Again, playing it probably a little bit more aggressively um, than normal because it is a third and, and five situation. So you want to play a little bit more tight to these guys. Sees that Cam is going to throw the ball. Obviously drives to, to, the, to the, uh, the guy he thinks he's throwing the ball to. It, it, you know, he's hit. Ball's at a high angle. He eventually finds the ball and picks the ball off after a tip by his, by his own guy. Yeah. Okay, cool. The funny thing is too, like I'm doing these, these reviews and like, I, this was supposed to be done. Uh, this was supposed to be done like this weekend. Okay. Nothing to do now, you know, uh, two reviews, 
but I know literally like in probably, I don't know, three, four hours, you know, Dwayne Brown's going to go to the green and white scrimmage, see how awesome Jets fans are and sign the dotted line, which is going to, it's going to be hilarious. And, and I hope I'm right. I'm, I'm making myself look an asshole if not, but the fact that the Jets are about to get Dwayne Brown for, let's say, let's say six to $7 million. I can maybe see it being eight. It's probably a little bit high to me, but they're, they're about to get him for, let's just say $7 million where the, the bears signed the worst player in Riley reef for $12 million. Like <laughs> it's just, it's just hilarious, but I can't see them going over $78 million max. I'd probably say seven is my max. Um, but whitehead play ball right here, bottom of the screen. I started this play a little bit late, so it is what it is. doesn't really matter. Um, now he allows the reception here, but he plays the ball again, pretty cleanly. He's in, he's in his, he's in his uh, curl to flat, fire zone three again i don't love the fact that he's he's getting outflanked to this to the side again if this is like let's just say even in the situation right here uh he works into him a little bit or there's just better timing where okay he snaps this off really flat at, at the at the 25 you know could he be beat yes like at this point he's he you know he, this this reception is there now it's second and long so okay you rally make the tackle uh who really cares but just no right so Gets a little bit of a reroute, triggers on the on the out route, takes a good angle to cut it off. Now, this is a situation where we like it, right? We like how he plays the ball. The process is good, so I'm fine with it. Wraps that hip, pulls it, pulls himself through. Looks like he tries to play through the hands, but he's not able to get there. Again, because of his leverage initially, which we could fix. Um, so good job playing the ball. Again, leverage gets gets him gets him beat. Um, but with that being said, he makes a tackle. And oh no, now it's Instead of third and I don't know, let's just say third and, and thirteen. Now it's going to be third and and nine or ten. You know, like it's that that's okay. We'll take that every day, right? So I like the way he plays that ball for sure. Um, keep moving on. Forty nine out of fifty nine. Eleven plays left. I'm cool with it. Uh, he's right here. Set edge. Again, now another scenario where assessing you know you always have to get to the outside you know right right here we have an, a, another another qb keep we have uh 70 working his way to to whitehead if whitehead is to go to the edge right here okay but are you most likely gonna get driven to the outside and not be able to get off that block most likely and again the, the, depending on their on their horizontal relationship if he was let's say here let's say let's say cammy was already here right for, for whatever reason do you want to get to the outside at that point yes but with him having to close that ground, okay. If you trust yourself to 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 get over top of this uh, over top of this block again, get over top and then get outside. You know this at this angle, fine. If he's here, you probably you gotta get to the outside here just to force force a cutback. Even though you know you're not gonna get in, into the into the run play, you're setting your teammates up right. But because he's so tight inside, he's going to again um, get uh, get over top of that block. You know, use that lateral athleticism, a little bit of club arm overaction sit to the outside. Do we love the dive? No, we don't love the dive. Let's close some ground there. But overall, it's hell of a job. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a very good play, nitpicky with the other stuff. But really, that's really, really good right there. 10 plays left. Mm -mm. Uh, Whitehead force out. Oh, yeah, I don't, I remember not loving breaking down this play either. He's to, he's right here. I think. Yeah, so he he drops into uh, this looks. It's probably uh, 
Hmm. I probably say this. This looks like more like cover six than than than, than true cover four. Um, I'm, I'm assuming this is let's say, let's say it's like a, a second and long or a third and long, third and second and long. Okay, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Okay, um, so he drops into. This could, this could be four too. And he just, he just, he just playing like, like, like a, like a mod on this guy, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking too much. I'm thinking too much. He has to match this. He has to match this. I do not love his leverage here. Again, we want to stay a little bit more. She, again, he doesn't have to be completely to the outside. This horizontal relationship is a little bit too much for me. So I can see a little bit cheating inside at, at a certain point becomes too much, a little bit too much for me here. Um, just in terms of leverage, Robbie Anderson breaks outside. They, they're just running this. Uh, they're they're running a um, wolf, which is that 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 inside that inside uh, corner, the outside uh, out smash concept. Now, if it was opposite and the the inside was to take it outside um, on the on the out, and the outside was to take it outside in the corner, that's 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 a dog. I never, I very rarely see that because I don't like that design. But they they're running this uh this uh this wolf concept. This is what I know it to be. Again, different coaches, whatever. It could be something different. But from where I get it from, it's it's wolf. A little bit cheating in uh, too far to the inside. Breaks a relatively good angle, high to high to low. Um, we can see his his athleticism take over where he where he again. I think he's pretty explosive. Breaks to the outside. Um, gets his hand in there and forces Robbie Anderson out of bounds. So I think Robbie Anderson actually catches it there. But he gets his arm in there and forces him out. He's not able to get his feet in bounds. But with that being said, whether it be a true four, um, where again you could you have four mod, you have four meg, you have four box, you have yeah you have you have so bunch of different cover fours. I'm I'm, I'm forgetting. There's the top of the, or three at the top of my head, but there's like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of them. Um, with that all being said, whether it be four or two, um, I'm assuming it's maybe it's a little bit more of a four because he's playing heavy to the inside. Um, instead of over top of the both, but with all that being said, again, I'm thinking a little bit too much, just going over stuff in my head. You guys have no idea what I'm talking about, maybe, but uh, a little bit too tight to the inside. But we do like we like the we like to force out, we like to break on the ball, good and bad. Run stuff. That's the type of play work I go into my notes and I start looking at stuff. Okay, I think it's that versus that. Like it's it's hard rough top of your head. Boom, pressure three hours of sleep. People are watching this for you to be like, oh yeah, mod versus meg versus box versus this versus that versus palms. It's just it's sometimes it's too much. Um, to process that quickly. Um, I'm, I'm legitimately doing this in a lot of time, obviously. There's no script. There's nothing. You're not seeing me read anything. So uh, 33 are here. Run stuff versus the New York Jets. Assuming another short yardage situation. Um, we have Austin Walter right here. Again, he's on that He's on that blitz, that run blitz. He has help to the outside right here, so he can be a little more aggressive in, in terms of just taking on at more of an inside angle. Takes on the block explodes into it we're seeing like load up into it get his hands inside extension run him down the line of scrimmage read 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 because he can play both inside right here or he can play outside so hell of a job you know uh getting your hands inside closing ground to play both inside and out you don't want to play too far outside you're not going to play the inside again you have outside help so you can play it a little bit more aggressively plays it more aggressively sees the cutback of the running back gears down drops his hips in step off the right to explode to the outside Sheds the block, squares up, squares up. It still doesn't really drive his feet, but he makes a tackle, right? So it's fine. Uh, Whitehead hit, Zach Wilson look off. I 
I think this is a play where like, I was like, Oh, he made the hit and I'll put it in there. But I really like the fact that it's more of a, of a good play or a good play by Zach Wilson. So let's, let's pump up Zach Wilson a little bit here with this look off. Yeah. So we have, uh, we have a, we have a two and, um, white initially follows the eyes of Zach Wilson to, to said side. Um, he gets looked off really good job, job anticipating that soft spot in that zone right there, throws it hell of a job by Zach Wilson. Again, play action, reading the middle of the field, reading white, hard angle to the outside. And again, it's, it's not, it's not that he's like, it's not that he's not looking at the receiver. He's looking at where he is, but he's never looking at where he's going. So he never tips it off. He just, white just sees this, that angle. So he, he takes an angle, exit angle towards that. Wilson at the last second looks at where he's throwing, you know, so it's a, it's a, it's a look off right here. Sees that soft spot opening. I say it's not, I guess it's not, it's not really a look off. I, I guess truly it's more him anticipating um, and seeing his, where his hips are and find that soft spot. So it's hell of a job by Zach Wilson. Now uh, the hit on for, for Whitehead, uh, he's in it too. He drives down on it. He sees it being completed, makes it hit. Okay, cool. You know, it's, it's, it's a big shot, but that's more really of Zach Wilson being impressed with that. Lower shoulder crosses the helmet. Uh, big hit on uh, Keenan Cole. Clearly started a little bit late here, right? So um, he's right here. Go hook the curl. It, this this is another one where I remember bringing this up. I'm like, eh, I don't know if I really want. To, I, I don't know if I really cared about this play enough. It's it's a it's a third and very long situation, I believe. Let's see if I can see the top. I I, I, believe, I believe I caught it. If if not, let's just I'll use my educated guess to say this is like this is third and and five, ten, fifteen, twenty. So he just dropping into into like a like a spot hook zone, and uh, just getting depth, getting depth because you know on third and 15 third and 20 where the hell i just said who gives a shit about that so um he just gets he just again depth to be completely honest i would almost like to see him get a little bit more depth because why not just you know why not just play really really deep because right here he if donald was a layer that a little bit better could that get over his head to anderson to be completely honest yes so if anything I would probably like to see him getting, a, again, a little bit more depth than he does right here because he's almost beat if Darnold can just throw that a little bit better. Obviously, a really hard ball to throw. He almost gets the pick. It's not the best play to, to show. It's like, you know, it's not really overly bad or overly good. It's kind of just a meh play. Uh, it makes the tip again. Could have gotten beat over the top right there. So maybe, again, side note, play a little bit more, a little bit more deep. Uh, Whitehead cut off route and know where help is. Okay, he's right here. Know where help is. Um, okay. So again, looks like they're playing. So they're playing another four. And with that um, being said, you see some communication. Okay. He's reading Anderson. He's reading the one to the two, one cut short. Now they're pretty much doubling the, the number two. If he pushes vertical, he's passing off to the linebacker communication. So whitehead again. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. He knows where his help is. So, he knows in this situation he's underneath. They're they're now they're double teaming this guy, so he could play this very heavy inside right here because anything outside and anything outside or even vertical to the outside of him 
or any, like, I'm talking like outside, outside, outside cut, you know, just on an out route, speed out, whatever. Um, that's handled by, by his other corner. Um, and again, if it even pushes vertical right here, this guy is going to collapse a little bit and match that. Um, or he should at least. Yeah, he should. So he's going to play heavy inside, which I'm cool with. Again, just know situationally, if this, if he did not help here, we're not going to love this. Right. But he has help. So every situation is different. Plays a heavy inside. Starts to get pressed a little bit vertically. He starts getting to a backpedal, but he, then he realizes, okay, he's breaking down. Good angle to cut it off. Boom. Get that T-step in. Angle to cut it off. <clears throat> Eyes to the quarterback. Cuts it off. Now, Darnold uh, obviously is not going to throw that. Rolls out. He trips at the end, but it's it's a good play again. Just knowing where his, where, knowing where his help is, um, et cetera, all the other stuff I talked about. <clears throat> Five plays left. Tackle for loss. Uh, he's right here. No, he's not here. Say like that's fucked because that almost looks like thirty-three. He's right here, thirty-three. <laughs> I apologize for the for the drop and the, the quick curse like that. I, I know again. I know some people watch their kids, so I apologize for that. You know, going into it, you're not safe though. Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, so uh, tackle for loss. They uh, they run like they. They run inverted veer here, at least inverted veer read, um, which I don't love. I don't really ever love that. We ran veer in high school. Inverted veer, we never really trickled that in. I just, it's really, to me, like inverted veer is like really, it's really easy to like press that mesh point. It's awkward for the quarterback to be angling to the outside and boom inside. So I don't, I don't love it. Um, but in this situation, you know, listen, you have an aggressive player in Whitehead. You're running inverted veer right at him. He's in a close distance to this um, as he does. And it's going to be a really hard read to, to to beat him. Like, he's outside, so you kind of almost have to have to take it. But he has enough athleticism where, yeah, he's outside. He's going to be able to explode and cut him off vertically. That's what happens. It's a, it's a, it's a relatively easy easy play by Whitehead. But the thing that makes an easy play is what Whitehead does in terms of closing ground to that, to that mesh point. If he doesn't close ground to that mesh point, he's – far outside. Okay. You know, he hands the ball off and he, and he takes off, um, to the, to the inside, but he, uh, again, closes enough ground where he's able to play both hell of a job, um, making that play. He's excited about it. He should be white tackle for loss. Okay. Um, he is right here. Yeah. He's right here. Make sure there was on two that was crumpled up. Again, just triggering. This is this is this is pretty simple. Um, getting into it and getting into his exit angle. Um, initially, he's reading. You know, he's reading the backfield handoff, and he's not, so he's not really getting to an exit angle. I, I, I apologize. He's he's not he's not really playing the pass right here. But well, actually, he is too. He, he's closing ground on the running back. But it, this could obviously be play action. He'll get into his exit angle. Find you know, probably match this guy. But he sees the handoff. He's reading the backfield. He sees the handoff to Sanders. Um, takes, does a good job getting to the outside first again. Do I want to see him probably or do, not, not probably. Do I want to see him cover more ground to his threat and not die for a tackle? You know, do we love this? We love the tackle. We love the end result, but going to tackle and saying, okay, he has his ankle. Do does Sanders break this sometimes? Do better running backs break this? Probably. Um, so I want to see him cheat a little bit more to the outside here you know, make him cut inside, but 
play with good enough leverage where you can match the inside break. We don't love the dive, but overall, it's a good job getting a tackle for loss again. Just could improve a little bit there. Uh, Whitehead near interception, eyes and man. Okay, uh, right here. Bottommost player. And it, this is again another situation where we see we see him, not like I guess I'm not like hedging his bets, but like being confident in himself, right? So we we have we have a man look. He's playing over the top again. A little bit clunky feet. You know, hands are a little bit wild here. So we want to see a little bit more better. We want to see better balance. Again, I don't I don't love the whole angled hips off um, to to the inside right there because if that's if that's a really well run speed out, he could probably get, he could he could probably is beat to be honest, but. Um, another situation where he ends up matching his his threat, but because he has faith in himself um, to you know trigger on the quarterback's eyes and the quarterback's throwing motion, he kind of splits the difference again here. You're looking at the quarterback, quarterback's shoulder, all eyes are shown to the inside. He cheats a little bit inside, clearly looking at this, but but also playing his route close enough to his route where it's fine enough. Drops off because he sees the quarterback loading up the throw behind him. Drops off to that matches it uh can't guarantee he gets his hand in there but let's say let's say he does get his hand in there it affects the ball nonetheless it's a really good job of just peeling off of of his threat now um again i want to see more weave and, and get over the top of that and then again the, the confidence in himself to to kind of split the difference between these two routes read the quarterbacks it's it's a good job making a play outside of his framework of, of what he's being asked to do and you'll, you'll hear me say about guys like he doesn't make any plays outside of what he's supposed to do. That's kind of what I'm talking about. That's what Whitehead just did was make a play outside of what he was supposed to do. Whitehead beat for first two plays left. Let's see if the last play is any positive. He's right here playing man. I'm assuming. Yeah, man. Very, very, very simply like this one's quick. If you're blitzing, what are you expecting? You're expecting one is like if you, if it is a blitz, you're expecting, um, you know, uh, maybe an adjustment from the tight end, or if they're expecting blitz, you're expecting short routes in, in general. And obviously this could just be a site adjust too, where like, uh, okay, you know, he's, he's playing deep. I'm going to cut the route short. Like we, we, we have, we have that's built into offenses. So in a, in a third and short situation with the blitz, we cannot be playing as far off. Just, there's just no excuse for it. Tight, tight, tight for a reason. Again, I don't know if this is coaching. I don't know what it is, but who, whoever I'm, a, I'm a going to assume it's whitehead playing this far off with a blitz is just, it just makes, it literally makes no sense. Sits it down on a snag, makes a tackle. And then again, we have another situation where, you know, he doesn't gear down to the tackle, you know, kind of lazy here to, to be honest, in my opinion, you know, break down, wrap him up, make the tackle. He comes in high arm tackle, which leads to another three, eight, you know, 12 yards ish there. Let's call it uh, no excuse for this. This is just a bad play. There's it's, 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 it's terrible. That's, that's inexcusable to me. Simple things like that, that, that is very simple football and you, and you fuck it up. I, I, I can't, I can't excuse it. Um, he's right here. Deepest player near hash last play tackle. Yeah. And, and this is one of those situations where he's taking an inside out angle, um, which we don't necessarily love, but with the run being wide and him taking a wide track and only, and you having, again, that buffer of the sideline more excusable, right? Because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tighter space. So with all that being said, super aggressive, um, closing ground, you know, lowers his, lowers his, his helmet lays a big hit. We like the big hit. Um, and again, just trying to get into some of the details. Okay. Well, 
there are guys here, there's a sideline. So if he is going to beat you, he's most likely going to, to angle himself off and, 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 uh, and, and, and uh, run out of bounds. So it's aggressive. I'm cool with it in that situation. You know, you have to give and take with some players. Some guys are going to be overly conservative. Some are going to be aggressive. Um, here he tracks it again. It's aggressive. Lays that big shot. Cool. Um, that's it for the film. Let's get to a list of the strengths and weaknesses, and then I'm going to upload it. Hopefully, if the if it actually recorded my voice, which would suck if it didn't, but I did do a soundtrack before, so that's a positive. Um, Whitehead and his strengths. Let's see here. Um, big hitter, trigger quickly in run game, played low and high, comfortable in box, read routes when in, 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 when in, in intermediate zones, good awareness in short intermediate zones, physicality, aggressiveness, activize in deep drops, um, plays run to pass uh, well, pace, uh, patience in off coverage, I put mostly in, in, uh, in parentheses, uh, can play as well a linebacker, uh, good at sifting through traffic and box brings thumps to blockers takes good angles to cut off crossing routes when in deep zones pre-snap communication pre and post um, awareness outside of assignment and in intermediate zones and in man coverage uh, blitz timing flashes very good understanding of zone and leveraging routes flat that's flashes that that is not a strength uh, uh understanding of zone and leveraging routes because we do not see him leverage I, I, I should delete that that's not let's erase that from your memory that's that's deleted um, closes to the line of scrimmage with violence, avoids picks, rubs well, quick to pass off routes and find uh, next threat as intermediate zone defender. True. Weaknesses. Um, needs to play with more control, throws shoulder as tackler, uh, tackler too often, can lose balance when breaking towards ball on route. That's because of his clunky footwork. Shuffles too much in, in, in uh, verse pedal and deep coverage. Can have slow trigger jumping uh, on routes, has to confirm a quarterback at times. Offers little to no pass rush moves. Yeah, he just runs in the bat of hell. There's there's no actual pass rush moves, which, again, he's a safety, but still, it's a note. Um, would like to see him stack blocks more aggressively while reading backfield. Um, typically, he, he is aggressive, but when he's in that, when he's in, when he's in that, like that, that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When he's trying to confirm what's happening, there are times where he just lays his hand out instead of really taking on aggressively. When he, when he confirmed, he's confirmed, when he knows what's happening, he takes on aggressively. When he's reading, gets a little bit slow. Um, with that, uh, where am I at? Uh, doesn't always leverage himself well over crossing routes. Feet can stall as a tackler when upright. Um, some coverage lapses pop, pop up, can be boomer bust tackler, hips a little tight, needs to gain control as he closes ground to ball carrier, gets caught by play action, um, block shedding. I don't know if it's a weakness. Yeah. I'm going to erase that one. Block shedding's not a weakness necessarily he, he, he's able to get off blocks pretty well he doesn't got let guys touch him but continuing needs more control on exit angle drops uh can be hoppy leaves feet as tackler can take over aggressive angles leveraging man coverage uh, can get caught flat-footed while deep needs to weave over routes needs to wrap up more consistently as a tackler which i might have already said um can get caught at staring at quarterback that's it second time one more review to go technically even though Dwayne brown is about to get signed um, with all that being said, I appreciate you and I know I'll be seeing you soon.